Sorry, we don't have time for stories. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Who the Hell Are You, the weekly podcast where we go down the rabbit hole of the most unknown, unusual, and unlicensed music of the last century. My name's Dan. I'm Will. Hey! I do hear the dulcet tones of young William. Will is here as our co-host today, and I'll tell you a little story, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Will and I go way back, I believe, to like 96. Sounds right. Yeah. And we, we sort of, you know, we, we, we teetered in orbit for decades. And then we re-met over the love of... Disc golf. There we go. We, we, uh, he, he said one, one day a few years ago on the old FB, anybody want to go play Frisbee golf? And I said, I do. And, and then uh, it, was, it was back. And then once the uh, podcast started, Will, you work in kind of a... Um, Shall I say, like a solo environment in you in, in your job? Yeah, I work in the arts. Yeah, yeah. So you're you're concentrating kind of on uh, artistic works, hands-on visual stuff. So a lot of time to uh, listen to music and podcasts and whatnot. And uh, I discovered yours way too late, I think. Well, <laughs> here's the funny part: is that all of a sudden we were on, I think, season three or maybe even four, and Will's like, "Oh, you have a podcast. I'm going to start listening." And then all of a sudden, he would send me things that would reference season one. I'm like, oh, okay, how are you on season one? Then all of a sudden, he's like, oh, season two is great. And I'm like, you're already on season two. And then he's like, ah, I'm working on season three. I'm like, holy moly, you have, you binged. You are the biggest uh, uh, binger of, of the podcast so far. They go by quick. They do. Well, you know, I tried to make it um, 45 minutes. Because when we first started my commute, one way each morning was about 45 minutes. So I was like, eh. I want it so I can I can listen to it and it'd be done, you know. Yeah, it's a good length. But Will, it's been a long time. But do you remember your teenage heartache? John? <laughs> I'm gonna guess 80s. It's a good guess. I'm guessing, yeah, late, late 70, early. It's almost a little bit like the replacements. Yeah, sort of, has like a little bit of punk sound. Yeah, a little rough. 
so Beatles though. That wasn't me. This must have some unknown deficiencies. Now this, it says right here on the cover, or on the record, it says, Demonstration, not for sale. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to, but the, they sold it to me, so it was for sale this time. So I have no idea what year it is, except that it's a band called Sorrows. With Teenage Heartbreak. It does say courtesy of CBS Records, but it's also on the Pavilion label. Hmm. I've never heard of the Pavilion label, so it's a new one for me. It kind of... It, it, you're probably right that it's, it's it's in that early 80s era because era it was right after the 50s, like Grease, Revival, you know, like late disco, all, all the old folks pining for the, the 50s and how rock and roll was rock and roll. And that gated snare. That sounded basically just like someone like hitting a box with the broom. Uh, yeah, it sounds very retro. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I, I can dig the sorrows. I mean, they got teenage heartbreak. Um, this is an EP because there's only four tunes on here. So, Will, you're going to get to pick the other tune. They're all very short, like under three minutes. Oh, well, well, the other side's under three minutes. Uh, that was teenage heartbreak. You also have all you gotta say. Can't go back, and she comes and goes. I think you got to go with that one. Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be a, it, it could be a Beatles. All right, here we go. Ooh, early grunge. She wakes up in the morning, makes up a face in a bed. Yeah, always made up their faces. She puts a nine five dress on. It's looking kind of sad. Yeah. She's got to go to work. We'll see you take a bus, get lost in the crowd. People running all around. No one's talking loud. There goes another day. She sees them come and go. Life never changes. If it did, she wouldn't know. She's got no one to turn to. Everybody knows She just comes, comes and goes It's not about an average work day Yeah, I, I think so I mean, it, it sounds like uh, she doesn't really Not really into it, man Another Friday night and soon won't be all alone see spiky shoes Red lips black tight Makes it down to see it every Friday night. She's standing right by the stage and Johnny Cool takes the yeah, Johnny. All the girls Always Johnny. Yeah. She cries out, Johnny, it's me. But the music gets louder, 
Yeah, except for the jukebox hero. He hears it from the street. Just comes and goes. It's like they're, they're kind of valid, but not. Now, now think of some other tropes that you hear in every rock and roll song from a certain era. Like, it's always out on the road or like, you know, burning down the road kind of imagery. Everybody's always got a, you know, you know, heartbreak somehow. Wow, now it's become like a Motown song. Yeah, it took a weird direction there. Johnny, now it's about Johnny Johnny. Now it's no more she comes and goes to work without so much as a thought. See, rock and roll, you gotta reference rock and roll. Now we're back to uh, early 90s Pearl Jam. Wakes up in the morning. Makes up a face in bed. Oh, recycled the first, first, first. Puts a nine-to-five dress on She's looking kind of sad See you take a bus Meet a doctor, a friend Who's got those little red ones You know we'll understand They'll make her feel so good They'll match a new red shoe Later someone said she made The six o'clock news Uh-oh Johnny Cool ain't worried Cause everybody knows just comes and goes. Oh, is that was that sort of a dark ending there? Yeah, she it made the six like o'clock news. Something bad happened there. Did she jump off the Tallahassee Bridge after the Harper Valley PTA disbanded? <laughs> no, no, the PTA has not disbanded. <laughs> uh. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what to tell you, but sorrow that that was a that was an interesting turn of events there. I mean. It was back when people, you know, they wanted to tell a story, you know? You ever see those, those comparisons of, you know, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, written by Freddie Mercury, and it's got like 18 verses and bridges, and then it's like, you know, Crazy in Love by Beyonce, written by 16 different people, and basically the song, it goes, uh-oh, 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 oh you know. It's just a different world, I guess. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's a rarity that we find this in the dusty bins, but it's time for that sealed record, Never oh Been boy. Played. And it's by a guy named Jerry Clower. And I'm going to take an honest bet that this is comedy. Jerry Cowler, Ain't God Good. Um, but I just don't think it's serious. I don't know. Maybe it is. It's on word record. I don't know. I can't tell anymore. Comedic religious record? Yeah. Com- the spirit in Jerry Comedic. Hold on. Here we go. Oh, wait. Hold on. Okay. All right, here we go. Oh, my God. That's right. In the New Testament, <laughs> we're informed that the good Lord himself enjoys hilarity because it says the Lord loves an hilarious giver. We've got the good fortune tonight to have as our pulpit guest a man that God's given unique gifts, and he's given them back to the good Lord for his use. 
Wow. He's a man whose ministry is meaningful mirth, and it's a delight tonight to have him with us. Good to have any colored patch cousin from Mississippi here, Jerry. Colored patch cousin. <laughs> I guarantee it is. And it's a pleasure tonight to present to you, you knowing Jesus Christ as your Savior. Yes. Your blood-bought, spirit-baptized, book-believing, Christ-sharing brother. Oh, boy. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, Hold on a second. Yeah. Hey, little... Let me reintroduce a little backmasking here. Because if there was, we were ever going to find deno- <laughs> demonic references, it's going to be here. Yeah, Zalzbab? Yeah, Nizer. All, all these are all synonyms for the devil, ladies and gentlemen. It's a pleasure gentlemen. tonight to present to you, you knowing Jesus Christ as your Savior... Your blood bought, bought, blood bought, spirit baptized, book believing, Christ sharing brother Jerry Clower. Let the Holy Spirit in you greet the Spirit in Jerry Clower. Oh, man. We must have a sign that's like, wait, he's not done, and a clap. Oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, this is also. Our non-musical selection. We don't have nice. that very often either. Nope. Non-musical is very rare because I really don't pick up a lot of comedy or spoken word. I ain't believing this. I'm somewhat glad to be here with you. I'm Kim? something another glad a while of being asked to come and fellowship with you. I feel it's like I've heard this guy before. I feel like I'm in amongst my own kind. I feel like oh. we've had this on a different record, but it wasn't labeled with this guy's name. As I was sitting here on the couch or looking out at all y'all. He's got like a Louisiana accent. I don't remember hearing this before. It's just hey, good I'm, to I'm gonna see trust you because it's been a long time. Faces since I've of smiling to Christian folk, and I can't help but think about where Brother Price and I growed up. Brother Price, Osaka, Mississippi, is where he's oh, from. Mississippi. And I was born twelve Close miles enough. Mississippi's right west next to uh, Louisiana. At Route Four, Liberty, Mississippi. <laughs> and you know, it's beautiful to think back and to see how good God is. Ain't God good? You Ain't? see, it's at Amit County Fairgrounds at Route 4, Liberty, Mississippi. I remember standing there as a little old toe-headed boy. Boy. Toe-headed boy. Little toe-headed boy. And I could smell them hamburgers cooking. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, toe-headed and means blonde. Because I couldn't have one. Really? Never heard that before. And the reason I couldn't have one is real simple. Some of you folks that's 50 years of age that growed up like I did. Uh-huh. Nobody... Holler out and tell me why I couldn't buy me no hamburger. Didn't have any money. Why not? Tried. I didn't have a nickel. Yeah. Use now, broke. my kids can't fathom this, thank God. Uh, well, this is, okay. And I know yours can't. Hold on. I can't talk while someone else is, is talking. This, let's, let's, just, let's just put this in context. This is 1977 on Word Records, Waco, Texas. And Jerry Clower, the main most thing, another fellowshipping. <laughs> uh, Jerry Clower 
Clower makes his home in Yazoo City, where he is the deacon of the First Baptist Church. Excuse me, and an uh, active Gideon. Active Gideon. A former footballer. Yeah, see, that's what I think I remind me. I think there was a skit about football with two comedians. We're going to mm. have to go back and look, but I'm just taking this wild guess that they were talking about football. And this sounds like the one of the guys. He's the Will Rogers of the New South. He's been voted Country Comic of the Year by Billboard. Oh, man, maybe we can't play him. I don't know. He appears frequently on national television. Okay, so what happened? You know, in the 70s, Jerry Clower was the, the guy, I guess. It didn't sound like he was trying to be funny there. I'm not sure. Well, we're going to give him one more chance. But I stood there. Wanting a hamburger from that period of time that my home was a broken home and I didn't have a papa from that time that strong drink busted up the home that I lived in and me and my mama and my brother had to get out from that time until my mother Hilarious. met a man named Elliot Moore and married him and he then began to be my father. During that period of time, I'd smell them hamburgers cooking and I couldn't buy one because I didn't have a nickel. But it's an ill wind that blows nobody good. Something good came from that because I stood there watching them chomp on them hamburgers. And? And I vowed before God uh -huh. if I ever got in the position to have the money in my hand. Yeah. He's really obsessed with these I'd hamburgers. And I'd smell the odor of a hamburger uh -huh. cooking, I'd eat me one. We switch again downtown. This is done. And so help me God, I've been true to that vow ever since. <laughs> I have. Okay, so that was a fat joke. I, I, I'm taking that as uh, he's like, uh, I've eaten a lot of hamburgers since then, ladies and gentlemen. All right, well, we're going to leave that. We're going to leave that to to y'all to figure out whether you want to go down this this rabbit hole i mean there's two full sides of just him of just him jabbering so i think we should forego yeah you know the 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 one thing that that you everyone has always known that if you want to be a preacher you have to have the gift of gab and that's why you know to me they get paid by the word kind of and that's why i had to tell such a long story about a hamburger you know, where you had to be like, and I smelled them hamburgers, and I saw them hamburgers, and I looked at them hamburgers. Like, you have to go through all your five senses. I wanted to touch the hamburger. And you know that in, 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 in more ancient times, they really thought if you said something three times, it would be sort of a magical incantation. So a lot of times you'll hear that. They'll be like, you know, and that's the way it was. That's the way it was. And that's the way it was. You know, they'll kind of give it a different... Yeah. Well, comedian uh, Sam Kinison, he started out as a preacher. Oh, yeah. That's that's right. And didn't he get, like, kicked in the head or something? Uh, I'm not sure, but he became a comedian then. I know, that he, I know that he had some sort of injury. Well, you know, I can't believe this because, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be honest, we're getting low in the dusty bins here, but I, I didn't even really realize this. <laughs> a double unopened and i Ooh. think it's also going to be a double religious record what a special day you know i don't know if 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 uh if the winds blew you in the proper direction but i think the lord is telling us this record has never been opened and we have songs such as reaching yes you have sound of melodies tears of the saints 
and a beautiful lord. So it gets a little uh, more serious as you go along. We'll start off on side A, track A. <laughs> side A, track one. You know, 14 sides. What's the name of the song? It is called Reaching. All right. What, what direction are we reaching? I'm going to guess up. Although I, th- I still feel it's disturbing when you hear grunge on classic radio now. Oh, classic, yeah. Classic rock. Still, yeah. They're like, today's classic rock. Here's Pearl Jam with, with Alive. And you're like, what? Makes feel old. Yeah. I remember, the first, I remember exactly where I was when I first heard Alive. And I remember going, what is that? You know, it didn't sound like anything else. All right, ladies and gentlemen. It's Leland or Leland. Sound of Melodies. It's got a cool cover. Really good graphics. Yeah. And I must have bought this years ago because it has a 98 cent sticker on it. What a bargain. Yeah, they've gone up at least a cent in the past few years. So yeah, Leland, unopened, Sony BMG. Sorry, Sony, this, you're probably breaking all of your rules, but oh, here's the best. I want you to read um, this section and tell me what you see. Let's see. Where, where, how can you get a hold of this band? Oh, apparently they have a MySpace page. So. <laughs> yep, good that, old MySpace. That puts a little date on there, too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the fact that it's only MySpace. Yeah. That's all you needed back then. Right. 
You know, I've said it before. I I personally liked the MySpace format right over the the FB format. But you remember FB didn't used to be the wall either. I remember when they introduced quote unquote the wall, but you didn't have to use it. And I didn't use it for years until they forced me to use it, and now I don't really like it anyway. So for music, for musicians, MySpace, you had your picture, you could put your top 4 or you know t songs and then you had your top five friends that you could link to and it was super i don't know i think the big problem was so customizable people would have these crazy wacky pages with all kinds of pictures and graphics and animations and stuff and right yeah yeah because you had to know a little bit of yeah a little bit of programming if you if you wanted to get behind the scenes and everyone was friends with um tom tom <laughs> dude in the white t-shirt somebody somebody should make Somebody should make like a sticker or a t-shirt out of that picture. And only certain people will know. Because if you just look at the picture, you're just like, oh, who's that dude? But those of us from a certain vintage will always recognize it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's your and my favorite part of the show. It's a little bit of 45. All right. Pick right you have a choice. You can either pick a number from one through nine, or you can do the energy transfer test where you close your eyes and I put the records in your hand. Let's go number. Okay. Let's go number four. It's four and one, two, three, four. A choice here. Um, oh man, this one's not for sale too. Uh oh. Oh, but you know what's weird? Okay. All right. Hold on. It says it's the Diamond Four, and one side says plug side, which I believe in the old days, if you had an A side, it was the song that you were really trying to push, like the plug. But uh -huh. I don't know. I can't really tell. Anyway, you got two sides. We got. Annie Fanny or Chicken Honk. That's a tough choice. Both of those sound like winners. Um, You're right. We can we can do it. We can have both. But I just want to I just want to kick it off with one. The let's one, do the Chicken Honk. Yeah, Chicken Honk. I, I felt it too. Uh, at first, I thought it said Chicken Hawk, like uh, <laughs> Foghorn Leghorn, where that little Chicken Hawk was always like, "I'm gonna take you home," and he's like, "Say now, boy." Tying down a pumpkin. Oh, that's not quite straight. Ah, you know what? I'm going to use this. Some of the old 45s I found that the hole just isn't, it's not perfect. You know, perfection was not a thing back in the day. It's why record needles are, uh, are, are on a movable arm. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Chicken honk coming at you live. Drummer seemed like he wasn't really gonna. Huh? Sounds like a 70s TV show. Theme song, like, yeah. Buddy and the Bear. <laughs> Tonight on Buddy, the Bear gets loose in the neighborhood and starts tearing people's trash apart. But Buddy knows how to get him back. It's something called marshmallows. <laughs> 
two brothers that run a campsite, I think. <laughs> a campsite. It was it was hilarious. <laughs> Bass is out of tune. Everybody seems like they're either rushing or pulling. Like the drummer keeps wanting to just go and everyone's like, wait, pull it back. And there's a farfisa. What's that? That's like the organ that you hear in Elvis Costello's songs, like when he was on Saturday Night Live. Uh, it's super, in the background there? Yeah, okay. It's like, super brittle. Because they were just transistor organs. You think it's just an all instrumental band or just the song? I'm guessing that. I'm hoping that there's some lyrics on side on the other side. Oh, that bass is so out of tune. It's so sharp. It sounds terrible. For those of you with sensitive pitch, I apologize for the bass in the song. Saxophone's the best part. He sounds like a chicken. Tonight the bear gets into some trouble <laughs> swimming in the neighbor's swimming hole. But then he finds that the Christmas spirit invests in, in them all. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is the Diamond Four. That's the name of this band. This is on RCA Victor, so I have no idea who the Diamond Four are. But the Diamond Four will also give us Annie, Annie Fanny, and it's produced by Danny Davis. Diamond Four, Danny Davis, Annie Fanny. It's uh, alliteration day here at Who the Hell Are You? Well, you know, in the UK, uh, the word Fanny, you know what that means. No, I don't. It's inappropriate. Oh, then this. Very good. Here we go. Let's see if it is. At least I know what toe-headed means now. Yeah, I think they're instrumental there. I was walking nope. by Go Go Wrong. the other night. I heard the band playing, man. They were really it's, uptight. Um, it's now, the club Floyd was really Pepper from the Muppet so Band. <laughs> and when I got in my place in line. Oh, yeah, and the when Muppet I got band. inside, I yeah. called a fifth of good old soul. I can see him now. Let me tell you. It was hard to believe exactly what I saw. But you know they had a go-go girl who was Uh-oh. dancing up on the bar. I bet her name's Annie. She was five foot three and weighed just about 300 pounds. Oh. She wasn't quite as tall as she, she was, was big around. She was round, yeah. <laughs> This must have been the hit. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine that that instrumental was nothing. Annie Fanny, go, go, go. This had to be the hit. A big old fat woman dancing up on the bar, making everybody spend drinks and all that good stuff. And they sound, the bass is in tune. Crazy when they played everything is alright. That's still a little shy. Just like Mr. James Brown, man, she's really out of sight. Oh, Annie right. kept her dancing and said the crowd was going wild. And everybody in the place says she's a real soul child. Soul child. Well, the band and Annie both got tired, so they thought they'd take a little risk. 
So Annie got some soul wine man in a table she liked best I walked right up to her and say Baby I'd like to take you out She said Come on man please cool I got a twist and shout Annie Fanny <laughs> What? Hold on we gotta hear that that could be a that could be a new sample for us here at the camp. You out, she said. Come on, man, play cool. I got a twist and shout. Any fanny. Any fanny. I think you'll hear it eventually. Trying to ask a go-go girl out on a date. <laughs> Five foot three, three hundred pounds. good i just wanted sometimes in the old days if you turned it up right at the fade there would be something kind of hidden something caught on the mic yeah that you wouldn't hear just in a regular uh you know volume like uh there's a frank zappa song called um uh, montana mm-hmm. and at the end there's a guy singing and he just sings higher and higher and you think he can't get any higher in the fade out, he hits the highest note of of his of the whole song, hmm. but you can't hear it unless you really crank it at the very end. And he's like, <laughs> um, I don't know what to say about that. Yeah, I'm not sure. It was a little inappropriate, though. I, I don't think that'd fly today. That today's age. Yeah, kind I of mean, song. it might fly at the Dawson on the second <laughs> Thursday of each month, though. I, I don't know. Uh, as long as I don't see anyone who uh, may take offense. You could normally take a pretty good guess. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, we're reaching back into the dusty bins and seeing what we can find here. More old rock. This is a, this is a southern rock day, I guess. It's uh, Annie Fanny's sister. I got to try to find out what she's got that's ending. She's 6'4, 120 pounds. Yeah, tell me, tell me, baby. Turning it up. I like the drums. Then. This is what 
how the kids are doing. It's a weird sounding guitar. Yeah. Also out of tune a little bit. But back in the day, guitars just were not able to stay. Especially when they played it like that. Wow. This kind of reminds me of... I mean, this is the epitome of garage rock. I mean, like the Trogs and the Sonics. The Supersonics were a basketball team. Sonics. The bass is very quiet. Probably recorded live, because everything just sort According to this, this is the Art Woods, A-R-T, like the Garfunkel, but Woods. And actually, the lead singer is called Art Wood, so they're like, let's just call it this guy, but with an S. It's my band. Yeah. Wow. Listen to the reverb on that drum. Um, we've got Derek Griffiths on guitar, Keith. As in K-E-E-F. I just said Rolling Stones. Keith. <laughs> Keith. Hey, I'm Keith. Keith Hartley, Malcolm Poole, and John Lord. John Lord, isn't he the organ player for Deep Purple? John Lord, I don't know. British band? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. We may have just found... Hold on. This is good. I don't normally like to do this, but while we get into the second track, let's see what's going on here. John Lord sounds too familiar. Go, go, go. Baby, I'll be good, and I'll treat you like I should. Yes, he is. Wow. English keyboardist and composer, co-founded the hard rock band Deep Purple. Now hold on here. Let's see his early years, Wikipedia. Come on. Hold on. Here it is. Look at this. He was in a band. Late 63, Wood, Lord, and the drummer Red Dunnish put together a new band, the Art Wood Combo. This included Derek Grips and Malcolm Poole. Dunnage left in 64 to be replaced by Keith Hartley, who previously replaced Ringo Starr and Rory Storm in the Hurricanes. The band later known as the Artwoods focused on the organ as a bluesy rhythmic core of their sound. In common with contemporary bands, the Spencer Davis group, The Animals. Wow. Their first single, Sweet Mary. But significant commercial success eluded it. The only charting single was I Take What I Want in May of 1966. Interesting. It seems to be like the greatest hits of this one. Oh, wait, no. The... Yeah, it's on here, but wait, wait. This probably has the best, the best uh, uh, title for today. Track eight is I'm Looking for a Saxophonist. <laughs> 
That just sounds like a personal ad. Um, maybe they could go uh, with the Diamond 4 and they could get their saxophone player. There you go. Do a little chicken honk. <laughs> um, all right, let's do their hit. Their hit is, I take what I want. I think that's where Cartman got it. I do what I want. One, two, three, four. Wait. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, here we go. Careful. I take what I want. The art woods. Yeah, Derek Griffiths, go. Newsletter. Yeah, yeah. Alright. One more. We're looking. We're looking for a saxophonist, ladies and gentlemen. Should have. This should be on classic rock radio at least once a week. Yeah, that's fine. My grandma was played by then, but listen, please. Come on, some D, some DJ has to revive the artworks. You know, instead of playing, you know, the animals and um, you know the kinks every day, just throw us a little bone here. 
sides, right? I've had enough. Now listen, listen. I've had enough of all this. I've... Ah, now, now, chaps. Um, I'm looking for a saxophonist, you see, doubling French... That's an odd one. What? Ladies and gentlemen, there's no better way to end an episode with some slapstick glass being broken (laughs) over an imaginary person. Thanks, Will, for coming all this way to be on the show. Oh, thank you. It was fun. I'm I'm, uh, sure that you'll be able to give me some updates on whether I use Jerry Crowler, so let me know. (laughs) Everybody be good. See us next week, everybody. Bye. We are not going to interrupt this record. You know that I'm needing you. It's inappropriate.